What, 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 what's good, people? All right, y'all, let's get into this word, okay? Let's get into this word. So I did start reading a little bit, forgive me, y'all, but I'm excited and I'm looking laughing on the inside because there's this piece that really caught me off guard. But as you all know, we always started with the devotional. This is day two, the fuel that destroys depression, all right? It's titled Hope. Depression tries to strip us of a future of hope. When we lose hope for our future, we lose power, energy, vitality, and excitement in the present. We need to understand that there is a way we can turn hope on. And Daniel Goleman, a best-selling author, wrote an article that was entitled, um, Hope Emerges as Key to Success in Life. He stated that psychologists are finding that hope plays a surprisingly potent role in giving people a measurable advantage in realms as diverse as academic achievement, bearing up in wondrous jobs, and coping with tragic illness. And by contrast, the loss of hope is turning out to be strong to be a stronger sign that a person may commit suicide than other factors long thought to be more likely risk. Now I didn't know that. But y'all, this is the part that got me and I stopped reading. When there is hope, when there is hope in your future, there is power in your present. Do you, do, bruh, let me say it again. When there is hope in your future, there is power in your present. Praise God. Do you hear the word? Now that, somebody about to get tatted on them, okay? <laughs> that is good. But when there is no hope in your future, there is no vitality or willingness to go forward. A lack of hope not only affects us emotionally and mentally, but also biologically. We are true beings. We are holistic by nature. When a human being is stripped of hope, there is a biological effect. The immune system begins to be deprived of what it needs then the emotional and mental parts of us begin to move into this i don't even know this dispedence y'all hold on i gotta let me look up how to say this word disheartment that's what we're gonna say disheartment then the emotional and mental parts of us begin to move into disheartment which creates dis which creates depression Depression is the is the accumulation of toxic y'all this right here this whole sentence mm. Let me back up Then the emotional and mental parts of us begin to move into disheartment which creates depression Depression is the is the accumulation of toxicity of thoughts that we allow to enter our soul. Depression is the accumulation of toxic thoughts that we allow into our soul. Depression is the accumulation of toxic thoughts that we allow into our soul. Now just think about that. That is the source of depression. After years of battling depression... The guy says, I discovered that I was allowing anger, criticism, negativity, and resentment to fester. 
all these toxic thoughts accumulated in layers and weighed upon my mind and my soul. Wow. A study conducted by Norman Cousins, an American journalist, revealed that hope can turn on the immune system's ability to fight against disease. Now, I want before I finish reading, I want to say. When people now I might be wrong with this, but this is just my opinion, y'all. You know, this is my podcast, my opinion, all that good stuff. OK, you feel me? Listen. I feel as though when people find out that they have these dying diseases, such as cancer, such as things like AIDS, uh, diabetes, um, sickle cell, all these diseases, like you name it, as so many running through my mind, when they give up, that's when you start to see their, their body, that's when you start to see their body lose. That's when you start to see them lose the battle. But before they knew it, like you got people that have stage three cancer and don't know. But the moment they find out the world is over and they lose hope. So when it says that hope can turn on the immune system's ability to fight against disease. Now, I'm not saying that hope can cure cancer, but I'm saying like the hope that you have, the drive to keep going, the fight that you're putting up. Hope can drive that fight. Hope can turn on the immune system's ability to fight. But let me keep reading. Depression and the lack of hope affects us biologically, emotionally, and spiritually. It has been scientifically proven that happiness affects the quality of the red blood cells in our veins. Back it up. It is scientifically proven that happiness affects the quality of the red blood cells in our veins. It enhances them. It also improves circulation, while depression leads to anemia and other illnesses. What is hope? What is hope? Ask yourself that. What is hope? Hope is, well... Put it this way. It is joyful, confident, expectation. Hope is played out in the scenes of our imagination. It is like a bicycle. It only has balance when it's moving forward. Uh-oh. Preach. It only has balance when it is moving forward. It sees the future as positive, big, and expansive. And it allows us to move forward toward that vision. Hope is that fuel. There it is. Hope is that fuel that destroys depression. And as hope stays present, it will bring it will bring genuine happiness. It is like there is a dark cloud above us and we begin punching holes in it. Soon the rays of light start to shine through. Hope arises and happiness comes back into our lives. Let's get into this word. We coming from the book of Hebrews, chapter six, verse 19. It says, by the way, I'm coming from the Amplified version. It says this hope, this confident assurance we have as an anchor of the soul. It cannot slip and it cannot break down under whatever pressure bears upon it. A safe and steadfast hope that enters within the veil 
of the of the heavenly temple, that most holy place in which the very presence of God dwells. Now, if we break it down with all the extra stuff, this hope we have as an anchor of the soul, a safe and steadfast hope that enters within the veil. So hope is already an anchor in our soul. We just got to use it. That's what I got from it. And it tells us that a safe and steadfast hope enters within the veil. So there is hope. You can access hope. You can get hope. Hope is free. Let's continue reading. All right, guys. So coming from the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 21, it says, But this I call to mind, therefore I have hope. So to everything that Hebrews 6 and 19 said, it tells us right here, but this I call to mind, therefore I have hope. So if you call it to your mind, you'll have it, but you got to understand what hope is. You got to read your words. You got to pray. You got to keep your mind off of the negativity. And like it literally told us in the devotional, the part that got me so well, let me back up. It says, when hope is in your future, there is power in your present. So you got to have hope that you will get through your situation. Because if you continue to doubt yourself and fill your mind with negative thoughts, you'll never prosper. You'll never make it to the to the finish line. I was about to say to the promised land, but don't mind me. You'll never make it to the finish line if you don't have hope. It's like when I ran track. You can practice all day. You can have the stamina. You can have the endurance. You can have all of that great stuff. But if you don't have in your mind that you can make it past that line, if you don't believe that you can do it, if you don't have hope within yourself, you'll never make it. And those gray clouds will continue to circulate above you. You got to say to yourself, I'm going to make it through this. I'm good. God's going to bless me with another day, which he will. He'll wake you up. When God wakes you up that next day, that's another opportunity to put the negativity behind you and walk in hope. Let's keep going. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, of course, for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, but to give you future and a hope. If you are a believer in Christ and you understand what the Bible says, if you are a non-believer and you want to know what God says, he says right here in Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Not says Peter, not Paul, not Judas, not Michelle, not your cousin Titi, not your granddaddy. But the Lord said, for I know the plans that I have for you. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, but to give you a future and a hope. So God is already saying that I know the plans for you and the thoughts. I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you. And those plans are not for disaster, but for well-being and peace and to give you a, a future and a hope. 
So what you worried about? Just like we talked about earlier when they was on the boat. And they woke Jesus out of his calm sleep because it was storming real bad. Jesus said, what you afraid for? We have to constantly ask ourselves, what are we afraid for? Afraid of all of that. What? 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 What are you scared of? Why are you scared? What you afraid of? And he tells us right there. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Now, I know it's hard, y'all. Oh, my God, it's hard. It is really hard. Even as a believer in Christ, it's hard. Because it's like we deal with so many things in the world and in our lives. And sometimes we do, we, we're doing so much, we forget to give it to God. I'm talking to myself now. Let me speak. Let me speak for myself. Sometimes I'm doing so much, y'all, I forgot, I, for, I just forget to give it to God. And he literally tells us, he literally tells us that we can give all of our problems to him. But it's like in the moment, and as bad as this sounds, and I got to do better, but you know, I, I keep it raw. The last thing I'm thinking about at those times let me let me give an example. I get in a car accident. I could get in a car accident today, God forbid. And the first thing I do is start calling people and I'm calling everybody but God. But we talk about how we put God first. Do you really put God first? Or is God that result, that last result, while the people that you've already called is en route to come get you? I just checked myself. And those are things we got we to gotta continue to put God first. Like I said yesterday, with the song Kier Shared Make, it keeps happening. He'll bring you through it. He'll bring you to it. And he can do it. You got to know it. You got to know that God can do all things. He tells us that throughout the Bible, through every story, through every book. He can do all things. But you got to believe that if God will bring you to it, he will bring you through it, which he will. You got to access that hope. You got to have faith in yourself. You got to believe in your future. You got to believe in your children's future. You got to believe in your children's children's future. It doesn't just stop at you. And it's like you're sitting here moping and crying now about what's going on in your life. But you got to get yourself together because if you give up now, what about your future? Oh, I don't care. I'm just going to throw it all away. Are you really or are you talking in your emotions? What you doing, dog? Are you going to give it to God? Or are you going to give up on yourself? How about this? 
Are you going to try God or are you going to continue to try yourself? Because yourself will let you down. It's an ignorant mindset to have to believe that you can do everything in this world by yourself because you can't. The world is not designed for you to move by yourself. You need somebody. Even the people that said that they did it by themselves, they had somebody. You know, look at people like Oprah. People think when she came up by herself, yeah, she also had help. And she also has one of the greatest friends to her, Gail. Oh, well, look at Beyonce. Beyonce don't need nobody, but she also came out of Destiny's Child. She had she had friends. She still has those friends. And it's like we look at all of these these celebrities and compare ourselves to them. Well, this person didn't have nobody. This person didn't have. You don't know what that person had because you're not in their life. When are you going to worry about yourself? That's why you don't have hope in yourself because you're trying to be like everybody else. You're you're setting unrealistic expectations for your life that you're not there. You're not even in the mental mindset yet. Here we are with with all of these dark clouds over top of us and yet we're focused about trying to be like everybody else on social media. Oh, well, my friend just got a 2021 Camaro, but all I could afford was a 2017 Toyota Camry. And you hot about that. At least you have a car. It's the small blessings for me. There's a word. Let me see if I can find it. It talks about how. Faith is the substance of all things hoped for. That's what it says. You got to have faith in yourself. You got to have confidence in yourself. Confidence and hope go hand in hand. Like I talked about with me running track, if you have no confidence that you're going to make it to the finish line, then you're not going to make it. If you have an exa- an interview, for example, say you got an interview and you're so worried about it, you don't even have confidence in yourself. Oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. I'm not. If you keep speaking that in the atmosphere, you won't make it. The enemy hears your prayers, too. And he'll put doubt, he'll put doubt in your in your in your atmosphere. He'll put doubt in your mind. He'll put fear in the atmosphere, fear in your mind. He will try his best to make it so that you can't be great. So why would you allow the enemy to stop you from being the best that you can be when all you need is hope? The Bible tells us in Philippians, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And we love to get it tatted on us. We love to say it. Between I can do all things through Christ and John 3.16, for us to know them like we do, we don't seem to live by it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm talking to somebody. 
So all, 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 all we saying here in this devotional today is that hope is the fuel that destroys depression. And when there is hope, I'm going to say it again because y'all going to know this by the end of this whole podcast episode. When there is hope in your future, there is power in your present. If you want a powerful present, if you want power in your present, you need to have hope. You got to have, you got to, you got to, you got to be confident that you'll be a millionaire. You got to have that mindset. You got to be driven. Even when life beats you down and you get in a car accident, oh, that's okay because I'm still going to be a millionaire. Be confident in your walk. Okay, your job turns you down. All right, that's cool. I'm still going to be a millionaire. A girl turns you down. I'm still going to be a millionaire. And for my ladies, when a guy turn you down, you still going to be a millionaire. Don't allow the enemy to fill your head with all this doubt and worry to make you feel less than. Don't allow the enemy to throw depression in your atmosphere and dark clouds to make you feel like you'll never make it. So what is raining outside? So what is cloudy? So what everybody driving slow? I'm still going to be a millionaire. So what things aren't going the way they should go in my life? I'm still going to be a millionaire. So what life gets hard? Because guess what? I'm still going to be a millionaire. Because when there is hope in your future, there is power in your present. That that is a word by itself, y'all. But when there is no hope in your future, there is no vitality or willingness to go forward. When you've lost all the hope. Man, I'm never going to make it. I ain't never going to be nothing. My parents was right. I'll never be anything in life. But God said, God said, let me go back to it. In Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans and thoughts. That I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being. It doesn't matter what your mama said. It doesn't matter what your father said. It doesn't matter what your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle said that you never amount to anything. God says, I know the plans and thoughts for you, not your mother. And, you know, your parents are like, oh, well, you know, I know what's best for you. God knows what's best for you. Plans for peace and well-being. Now, I'm not saying to disrespect your parents, but take everything up with God. God, is this what's is this what's best for me? God, do I need to do this? And wait, wait on God to give you that answer. Don't act out of your emotion. God's gonna make a way for you. He said it. Where there's a will, there's a way. God will make a way. Keep that mindset. If you're going to be a singer, okay, so what? I didn't make this audition. I'm still going to be a singer. Keep that mindset. Keep that confidence. The confidence of a winner. Like Ja'Kalen Carr says, everything attached to me wins. If you are listening to this podcast, we all winning. Because everything attached to me wins.
Somebody turn this mic out. Off. Out. Somebody turn it off. Turn it off. We done. We winners, y'all. We're all winners in Christ. And that's that. And we can be rich in Christ. We might not have all the money in the world, but God will set us up in a position to have everything that we ever needed. All you got to do is have hope and confidence in yourself. I'm done. Turn the mic out.